This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. They say that in the United States, you're more likely to be killed by a cow than a shark. I don't know about that one. Somebody's going to, how do you verify that? Cow, cow homicides, shark attacks. What, do you, what, would, what would you call a, a uh, cow attack? What's the, the uh, I don't know what the, you know, like a dog is a canine. What's a cow? A horse is what? Equine, right? I don't know what a cow is. It would be cow attack. Holstein attack. So my question for today is, would you help a stranger? And before you think I'm a little strange in asking that, or I'm going to go down some deep philosophical, heartfelt, tearing into my youthful, most sensitive moments, um, that's not really why I brought it up. (laughs) I brought it up because there was a story that came out of the snowstorm in Buffalo. Do you remember that? I think it was all of a week ago. I don't know, 30 people or something like that died. People forget quickly, but I guess it was pretty tragic. They're probably still cleaning up, I would imagine. It's been warm as anything here. It's like been like Miami weather. I've been enjoying the heck out of it. Yes, I'm back. I was sick. I'm feeling I'm not feeling the uh entirely symptom-free, but I do feel better. I feel a lot better. You know, I think I might have had a little bit of keto flu. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, I think I've dealt with it in the past, and it can be kind of nasty. You know, I, I'm as you know, uh, coming off the New Year's, I'm getting back on the wagon, whatever you want to call it, eating clean, organic, no carbs, sugar-free, you know, all that stuff. I'm not telling you what to do. I got to give these disclaimers. People will be like, oh, I tried it and died. And then I'll be like Liver King. They've shut the guy down completely. It's uh, kind of a shame. I'm not sure what he did wrong exactly. Uh, But I don't want to go down that path. You know what I mean? But anyway, it's been so nice here in this part of the state. And even when I I guess I was sickest on, what was it, Wednesday? Wednesday. And I was in bed a lot, but I, I drug myself outside. I'm sitting in the driveway. My wife says, what are you doing? I said, if I'm going to sit around and do nothing, I'd rather sit around and do nothing outside. It's just how I am. I was talking to a buddy about mine about it the other night. I, I don't know. I'm like a dog. I don't, I don't know. I'd just rather be outside no matter what. I'm actually, if I could put my studio out in the garage, I could have the garage. Could you imagine, like, the noise from outside coming in? I'm thinking about putting a little microwave and, like, a little desk out there. I'm not kidding you. Like, I could warm up a little coffee or something like that. I'm just like pretty much going to be outside 24-7. I saw a video of a guy, I don't know, he's like 140 years old. I know that's an exaggeration. I think a Canadian, Wisconsin, something like that, has this sawmill that he built, and he still goes out there every day. And everybody's looking at him like, look at this nutty old guy. Don't you know they have modern equipment for that and modern ways of doing that? It's not what it's about. It's not what it's about. It's about the fresh air and the smell of the lumber and doing something. So anyway, where was I what was I talking about? Cow, shark, 
Could you imagine getting, what would be worse, getting killed by a cow or getting killed by a shark? What would you say? I don't know. I'd have to think about that. I guess it would depend on the circumstances. Is the cow going to bite you to death? (laughs) Stomp you to death, presumably, right? How are people getting killed by cows? That just got me kind of baffled the more I think about it. How exactly are so many people getting killed by cows? I mean, I understand how people get killed by sharks, right? You're out swimming in the ocean and... What was the Jaws theme? Dun, 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 dun. This is where it would be great if I had this stuff teed up. Remember Jaws? Remember when that was a great movie? What's a great movie anymore? There's something coming out soon. I was watching a little Planet of the... I was sick, you know? I don't watch TV. I don't watch movies. I was sick. I'm laying there staring at the wall, looking at my daughter's gecko. I kid you not. They're staring at me with one eye. That little thing, creepy looking. No, I'm kidding. It's actually a beautiful little gecko. Uh, what are they called? I forget. Uh, I forget the type of gecko. It's not a little tiny thing, though. It's, it's a pretty large lizard. Not large, but, I don't know, eight inches long or something like that. Probably weighs, I don't know, a pound maybe, half a pound. I don't know. It's like a meal. <laughs> we, don't, we keep it downstairs away from the dogs, thankfully. Anyway. Explain to me how people are getting killed by cows. Maybe some of you uh, hillbilly farmers out there can tell me. How so many people? Who gets killed? Oh, yeah, my Uncle Billy got killed by a cow. (laughs) How'd that happen exactly? I'd love to know. Uh, Just fascinating. You know, I come from a family of dairy farmers. I don't remember any big history of cow killing incidents. I don't know. Maybe it's just not publicized as much. Who knows? It's all lies. Who knows what to believe anymore? I'm going to go with it. I think it just sounds better. <laughs> You're, I don't know why it does. It just does to me. All right, where was I? I? quit horsing around. I feel pretty good. I was outside despite being sick. I kept moving around. I didn't really want to go out for my, my hikes but the way I felt. Man, my head was like spinning. Whew. I don't need to give you all my poor me woes. And we all know men are big babies, and I'm definitely one of them. But anyway, I, I wasn't going to go out on the trail but I just paced up and down the driveway. I kid you not. I kid you not. I kept my walks in. I kept my hydration up, and it was good. So we'll see. We'll see what the report is at the end of the week. I'll give you the plan and the results. It's amazing. So where was I? Would you help a stranger? I saw this coming out of the Buffalo snowstorm. I don't know what the status is out there right now. It's so warm here now. Maybe they got lucky with a little warm weather, too. I hope they did melt some of that stuff away, help them get cleaned out, which happens a lot of times. You find that. You get walloped, and then there's like this warmth, at least here in Pennsylvania. I can't remember a time when that wasn't the case. Thank God, because if you got walloped with whatever they got, like 44 inches or whatever, and then it froze, you'd be in big trouble with all that. I'm sure there's still a lot around. Well, anyway, during the blizzard, all right, Uh, There was a guy who I guess you would say was being a good Samaritan, and he was going around helping people get unstuck and get to work and stuff like this or something, taking it upon himself. Or people would call him, yeah, I'll come help you. And I guess he had four-wheel drive. Well, anyway, he ends up with a couple of people in his truck, and he ends up stuck, and he can't get out. And so he starts walking. He goes banging on doors because they need, like, like a place to shelter. And... um, He's offering people $500 to let him sleep on the floor. And uh, nobody would do it. I guess he knocked on a couple of doors and people said no. So 
<clears throat> now, I don't know all the circumstances. That I could think of a lot of reasons why that wouldn't happen. Would you do it? Would you uh, Would you open the door? Would you let somebody come in? So you see what I'm saying. You say you're going to help a stranger. Well, that could take on a lot of different meanings, I think. How far are you willing to go with all that? You're going to let somebody come in and sleep on the floor? Now, if it was me, of course. You'd be like, oh, Chris, come on in. Cocktails. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we do a workout at this particular juncture or something like that. Right? You'd invite me in. You'd lay out a nice spread. We'd have a good time. It would be awesome. But what if it was somebody you didn't know? What if it was somebody that looked different than you? What if they smelled? I'm not making this up. But it was like a stinky, nasty homeless guy. I know this homeless guy in a couple towns over. He walks around with just uh, defecating all over himself. I'm not being judgmental. I'm not trying to make fun of it. I'm telling you, it's in the middle of a snowstorm, zero degrees. There's two feet of snow on the ground. The dude knocks on the door, says, I need a place to stay, and offers you 500 to boot. You taking it? You're like, ah, ha, ha, ha. My first reaction is I said, I'm probably off from the garage. Problem for me offering somebody the garage is there's plenty of stuff in there to break into the house, plenty of things to hurt yourself or cause a lot of damage to the house. I don't know if I want somebody in my garage. I don't know if that's humane. I don't know what kind of liability I'm taking on. Suppose I put this this guy all crapped up, if you will. No disrespect. Just trying to be mildly entertaining here. And you put him in the garage and he dies. And then, you know, then you open the door Monday morning. Like, what happened here? Ah, uh, we tried to help him. I guess it didn't work out. What do you mean you tried to help him? It didn't work out. You had a warm house right there. You didn't let him in? That's a criminal negligence or something like that. I don't know. You get some rogue prosecutor, the right headlines, the right uh, Facebook momentum. I don't know. You know how these things get crazy. Like you go from good. This is the problem today. This is the problem. Part of the problem is also the problem in the biblical times of the story of the Good Samaritan. Right? People were following the legal rituals of clean and unclean, and that's why they wouldn't stop to, to help the, the man on the side of the road. Am I right about that? Just going by memory. How far would you go? What's the meaning of a good Samaritan while we're on the subject? Dictionary says uh, somebody who helps people in trouble. What does that mean? What does it mean to be a good person in terms of how we help others? I don't think this is so much personal in terms of the story of the Good Samaritan and more in terms of us as a society. And I'm going to get into that a little bit more if I haven't bored you to tears with it. I don't know if this is very interesting to talk about. Let me talk about a couple other things before we get into this. Trying to be a little entertaining, capture your attention a little bit. But a little bit intelligent at the same time, for God's sake. I mean, if I wanted to just regurgitate out the same old nonsense, you could get that on TikTok. You need me for that. But let me give you a couple things that caught my attention. Maybe it'll catch yours, too. Wake you up a little bit, at least. Uh, Ron Jeremy, you know who that is? Adult actor. (laughs) Declared incompetent to stand trial because he's got dementia. I think he's in jail awaiting trial. Looks like he's in a jumpsuit. I don't understand how this happens. How all these years later, and this allegation surfaces, and this is from his work, I'm pretty sure. By the way, I don't know if you heard, Bill Cosby is talking about uh, doing another comedy tour. 
He's blind, for God's sake. What's he going to joke about? Nobody's going to want to go see that. I don't know. Anyway, the whole Ron Jeremy thing, I'm just like, what is going on here? What a creepy dude, by the way. Oh, my microphone's falling here. Let's see if we can fix this on the fly. You know, I had this happen once before a long time ago. Everyone, these mounts, they have these rubber uh, gaskets to keep them tight to the, the table. This probably sounds awful, doesn't it? Well, I got to deal with it. You're going to have to deal with it a second. Yeah, it's not like I have, like, Joe Rogan-level equipment over here. I look at this stuff in his studio. I'm like, I don't even know where you get that stuff. They've got, like, these um, swing arms with, you know, hydraulic pistons in them. Mine have these springs that make these awful noises. And, uh, okay, that's enough of that. Everything's fixed up. We're back in action. Take it easy. Uh, Ron Jeremy. So I don't know. It's like how like are we gonna are they gonna start digging people up from the graves like their crimes they committed, holding their children accountable. How far does this go? I thought there was like a statute of limitations. Not that I'm arguing for some kind of clemency for Ron Jeremy. That's what I was gonna say. This guy's like something out of a Halloween movie for God's sake. Uh, this was interesting. Another one of these. You're now entering the twilight zone. Uh, Mysterious antennas appearing in Utah's hills, and officials aren't aware where they're coming from. It's got to be the Chinese. I don't know who else would do it. Probably like some college research project or something like that. Now they're taking them all down, and then there's going to be a big lawsuit. We'll see. So, you know, you know comic books, right? I guess they're still around. I don't know what form, if it's digital now. But Joker became pregnant, like a trans thing. And um, this is like a big thing and like a big disruption in the industry. And I saw one screenshot of the image. I actually thought it was hilarious. I don't know why. I'm glad I can laugh about it at this point. I actually think that part of this whole transgender thing, I'm just going to be kind today. I know I said some hurtful things the other day. I just really don't want to get into it. I don't really care. Do what you want. You want to sew your arms off? Sew your arms off. It's none of my business. Um, but the, the, I found it funny, but I think this stuff is more of a marketing ploy. I really do, because they know that, that people are going to become uh, enraged, and there's going to be a lot of talk about it. Why else would you be talking about comic books? There's no other reason in a million years I would be bringing it up if it weren't for this, Right. Not really. I can't think of much. I'm sure there's something, but this, this is new. Everybody, wow, look, Johnny Mean Joker's pregnant. How far does this go? Probably Joe Rogan's even talking. I don't know. Everybody. Attacks on the alpha male. Now, the fact is it's only a cartoon, but it definitely represents a change in culture, or at the very least, a shift in marketing strategies. Bizarre, if you ask me. No, I don't want to look at a cartoon of a pregnant Joker. I'm sure you heard this, President Biden. He's like tap dancing. Yeah, he's record number of Americans employed in December. Snapping, yeah, yeah. Smooth Joe gets it done. I'm 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 looking at this. I'm like seriously, like with these layoffs announced and all this news. I call bull. I call bull. I say we're gonna get a revised report down the road. We'll see. But that'll be buried in page six. Nobody will ever hear it, and you'll be fooled into thinking the economy's great. Pentagon warns, warns of next generation of extremist fighters as ISIS regroups. 
Yeah, now with Uncle, I'm surprised it took him this long. It's just amazing how ISIS went completely away with Trump in office. And now with the Democrats back in control, look at that. ISIS is starting to pop. Yep, let's get that brewing back up. Uh, they're probably like, you know what, this Russia-Ukraine thing is fizzling out. People aren't supporting it the way we thought. Let's get a little jihad going. That'll get people riled up. All right, anyway, that's the flash topics of the day. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. I don't know why I do that to myself. Like, I feel a little dizzy right now just listening to all that, listening to myself say that. No wonder everybody's angry. What's the meaning of a good Samaritan? Dictionary says somebody who helps people in trouble. What does it mean to be a good person in terms of how we help others? What does it mean in practical terms? I mentioned the story in Buffalo um, where, uh, you know, this guy's going door to door in the middle of the blizzard trying to knock on doors, find a place to stay. You were offering people 500 bucks and uh, nothing, nothing at all. Nobody would take it. There's really no way I would even consider doing that. Now, you could get into a whole bunch of variables with that story, too, by the way. You know, I use the dirty, stinky guy. That's an easy one. Ugh, detestable. Beat it, you. Um, but what if it was a pregnant woman? What if it was a disabled woman, child? Child? Hmm? You take a child in? Wow. Get into some crazy stuff. Of course I would. I wouldn't turn anyone away. You'd let them sleep out in the barn, would you? Boy, this story it really makes you think. I'm, and who knows if this story is even true, by the way, about this guy in Buffalo. Let's just start there before we get too emotionally tied to this whole thing. So for me, the decision's pretty simple, and that is that we just, I, I can't, there's no way for me to uh, uh, verify my family's safety in that scenario. Uh, if it was a child, let's say it was like a couple of kids, like say two kids that were out going sledding, they got lost, and they come by our house, and they come knocking on the door crying and frozen. Yeah, we'd bring them in. Adults, pregnant woman. Wow, how, how uh, and listen to me say this, right? As I exclude, how barbaric, how uh, Darwinistic suddenly we become. Is it me or is it them? Why? Because the kids aren't a threat, and it's really hard to turn that away. Pregnant woman, not likely going to be a threat, although it's always possible. Always possible. Adult male, huge risk in doing that. Do you put him in the garage? Put him in the shed? Wow. What's the liability factor with that? You turn him away? It's a, it's a long road to go, right? Maybe a risk in that, too. I don't know. So, anyway, I don't really think that's really our responsibility in this modern society. Uh, I could also flip this whole script a little bit and say to you, what was the guy doing out there in the first place? And I brought this up many times. Don't go doing something stupid and then telling me that it's my moral responsibility to come bail you out. After you've been well warned many times, the cops up there were telling people, to stay in, and I've seen this a million times myself. See it around here all the time. You know, I, I think there was a lady that got stuck. I think she might have died up there. God help me. But I think she went to get, get, get whatever. She got something happened. She was going to like get potatoes or something like that for the love of God. 
So there's another reason why I bring this up, by the way, besides this little back and forth about whether or not you would let some strange defecate, self-defecating, I don't know what you call that, man come in your house and, and then sleep where? You see how the questions just continue to go? I just cut it now. Now you should have never let to get this to, to this point. Now here, I, I I'll tell you what I would do. I would offer what I could. How's that? Now that I've thought, and I don't know if I could think this through on the fly. If I was like dealing with this in the middle of the storm, out of the cold, out of the out of the blue, I would at least take my wool. Here you can have these wool blankets. I have um, hand warmers. I don't know if I'm prepared to give up my heated vest. I'd have to consider that a little deeper. I'm kidding around. I'd give him whatever I could. Here. You know, this, I can't, no, I can't let you in. But you can have this. I don't know. Speed it. What am I going to, what was this? I got to solve these problems. So, who cares really, right? I don't know. But I want to just take a look a second at, you know, how our tax dollars then go to feed these machines. And it's kind of the same thing, you know where we're, we're putting money into certain things that are really encouraging and enabling more than they're helping. And I want to share this little story with you. You know, I try to share these stories because I try to take what I know from the national level or whatever you want to call it and look at what's happening locally, thinking that, you know, maybe you're seeing some of the same things and help explain to you why you see what you see happening. And one of the things that you've heard me talk about is, I think it's six miles from my house, is Kensington, Philadelphia, reported to be the largest open-air drug market in the world. Open-air, uh, you can check out the videos on YouTube, and it's horrible. And one of the things I pointed out is that if you go down there, on every corner, every street corner, you'll see a nice American with Disabilities Act compliant corner ramp. Let me see. Yeah, the, there's the news clip I'm watching right now. There it is. Let's see. Where's the corner ramp? Look at that. Wheelchair compliant. It's a beautiful thing. It really is. All around the country, these requirements exist. But you have people that are literally just dying on those same corners, and there's no money, there's no resources to help them. But there was money and resources to make sure that the corner was compliant with wheelchairs. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with wheelchair compliant corners. I have my, my thoughts on how far that should all go, but that's another story. The point is, is how misguided are the priorities? And I think this is really the story of the Good Samaritan in the Bible, right? It was that the, 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 the uh, Jewish people of the time, the Hebrews, were strictly following the rules of the Sabbath, thinking that, that, that somehow that was the righteous thing to do instead of helping somebody in need, right? It's like if you're on your way to church and there's a car accident, do you, do you stop to help? or you, Oh, no. no that, you know what I'm saying? A little different there. doesn't get into the whole thing of, you know, the impact on yourself and things like that. But anyway, you look at the, these rules that we live by, and one of the big ones is how we distribute public funds. And the last go-around of help for Kensington, the largest open-air drug market with rapes, murders, violent crimes of the most hideous kind going on on a daily basis, horrific human wasteland. These people will never recover. The police has become completely polluted, unsafe for anybody. 
serious mental illness crisis, poverty, the depth of problems not seen in third world countries, six miles from my house. And we have money for the ramps, but not to help the problem. What kind of politics is that? So now, finally, as part of the opioid settlements, I'm not sure why it took that, national opioid settlements, $200 million is coming to Philadelphia over 18 years to fight the city's opioid crisis. city will receive $20 million in 2023 with $3 million going to citywide prevention efforts, $7 million going towards additional investments in Kensington, 400000 going towards the Kensington Resilience Fund. The Kensington investments include home repair, rent relief, and school improvements. I, it's almost as if they want to make the problem worse. It's almost as if they don't want to do anything. They, 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 they want it to continue. They don't want to solve it. What other conclusion could you come to? They, they're going to provide rent and, and better housing for these drug addicts. I, I don't know. That's the plan. No plan for And they admit it. They said, oh, it'll be years to see. Yeah, $200 million, and it's going to be decades before you'll know if it had any impact or not. Let me help you out in advance. No. No, it won't. It'll be long forgotten by then. Same with the border. I've made the same argument. It's wrong how we're allowing humans to be treated in every way. A lot of this nonsense started back in 1933 when Franklin Delano Roosevelt took office in the darkest steps of the Great Depression. And Roosevelt promised a new deal, an America free from economic deprivation. And he kept his word, launching major legislation in an effort to revitalize the American spirit and its fading dream. Between 1933 and 1939, dozens of federal programs still in existence today, often referred to as the alphabet agencies, were created as part of the New Deal. You could argue the swamp today. With FDR's focus on relief, recovery, and reform, the legacy of the New Deal is with us today. The following are 14 of the most notable alphabet agencies. Civilian Conservation Corps. Some of this I support. Civilian Works Administration. Paying people to actually work. FDIC, the Deposit Insurance. Combined with the glass de Act, which was repealed. Crazy when you think about it. Uh, Federal Emergency Relief Administration. Work Projects, Tennessee Valley Authority, goes on and on. Federal Housing Administration, Securities Exchange Commission, huge expansion of federal government, Social Security Administration. Now it's all become completely polluted. Farm Security, FSLA, Fair Labor Standard Act. Who have these things been good to and what is the cost? You know, I think those are some of the questions you need to ask. My mother used to have a, a saying, you don't help the poor by becoming one of them. You don't help society, you don't help uh, in, in, uh, enrich society by making everybody poorer. This doesn't work. And some people are really hard to help. They really are. Some of these problems go deeper than you could ever possibly imagine. 
when you think about somebody going down to Kensington, shooting gasoline into their arms, and standing there bent over in a near coma for four hours straight, you have to ask yourself, who signs up for that? Who does that to themselves? There's so much pain. There's so much trauma you really can't imagine. It will take decades to clean up. But I, I don't think that you know new windows and, and doors is going to be what gets it done any more than the new corner ramps. We'll see. I'll keep talking about it, but don't expect it to do any good. Uh, let's see. McCarthy got elected. Yay. I guess everybody's excited. I'm not excited. I think that these, uh, uh, these Republicans should have held out. What would have been more catastrophic? That a bunch of the rhinos jumped over to actually just vote with the, the Democrats and Hakeem would be the Speaker of the House? He'd have more support. I don't, I, don't, I just, uh, I think a lot of good came out of this. They leveraged the deal, which is good. They leveraged the hard minority deal, I guess. I don't know. We'll see what comes out of that. You know, the news, like, oh, this is horrible for democracy and a black eye to our country. I'm like, nobody cares. Nobody here cares. You think anybody internationally cares? I, I don't think so. This is preventing uh, representatives from getting national security briefings. Good. <laughs> oh, what? So that the deep state's just completely in control as opposed to what? 99.99% in control? The White House pressed Facebook to censor Tucker Carlson for saying vaccines don't work. This is unbelievable. That's not a violation of the First Amendment. Why is nothing happening? Elon Musk just published uh, Adam Schiff letter uh, asking to uh, uh, for Twitter to uh, deplatform a journalist because he didn't like the questions he was asking. This is all okay, right? I'm still, there's still nothing. There's Nothing's changed. All this has been exposed. Everybody says, ah, nobody cares. That's why it's all dying. It lacks any authenticity. I, I get so frustrated with this. Just allowed to lie. We're in big trouble. We're in big trouble that a, a, a scheme like this was allowed to go on in the United States. It's been revealed and nothing's being done about it. All of it. The, uh, the, the it's you're gonna tell me that it's not a threat to democracy when you've got sitting politicians gonna deplatform journalists. You wonder why journalism is dead. You wanna know, wanna know why nobody dares to to speak the truth. They'll, they'll ruin your career, and we let it go on. It takes a billionaire like Elon Musk. Somebody just what's the saying they had? They're able to break free of all that. You know, they've reached, like, a critical mass or whatever where it's like you can't deplatform me. Now they can. Look what they're doing to Trump. Kentucky joins the growing movement to blacklist ESG banks. Will enough state retirement funds put a stop to this mayhem that these banks and global corporations this really uh, needs to be looked at for um, violations of the, uh, uh, what's the act? Um, I can't think of the term. I didn't prepare for this. 
But this idea that these companies are, are taking on this role, it needs to be stopped. Uh, this is a good job for uh, Florida, DeSantis. Well, not Rico. You know, when they took down Standard Oil, that is not supposed to have these monopolies. This is worse. Between the combined media, social media, tech, it's crazy. Meanwhile, this is a big story that nobody's even talking about. Got record tax revenue. At least there was. I don't know what the, the today. But the, despite all that, the deficit widened last month to $249 billion. And uh, listen, with interest rates continuing to climb, that gap is going to continue to widen, meaning the debt is going to continue to increase because I have to borrow to pay the interest payments despite that we get nothing in return. Really amazing when you think about it. When you look at how the whole Ponzi scheme works, this fiat money system, and you realize where we are in that cycle, it really points to the lunacy. Why you have funding for corner ramps when you can't help people who are are so suffering uh, on the same ramps that you're rebuilding. It's because there's a, a problem with the integrity of the money. They're just throwing mud against the wall to see what will stick without any really regard even. This is what's happening even in Congress. Oh, just back in my Kahim. Nobody even knows this guy. We see this happening over and over again. In the meantime, you just continue to spend, spend, spend because they have to. It has to continue to go up and it can't go up at 2%. doesn't work. doesn't work. They have to fuel inflation. Now they've got this problem. It's gotten off the rails. Thirty-one trillion. It's like thirty-one and a half already. Before you blink, it'll be thirty-two. How much is it's like? It's going to be a hundred thousand dollars for every man, woman, and child in this country soon. What are the ramifications about that? Let alone the looming Social Security prices. That combined with the, the restrictions on the First Amendment that you see carried out openly, that's the real threats to our democracy. And people are beginning to see that. God help us, something will get done soon. God willing, I'll be back tomorrow. Hope to see you there. In the meantime, make it a great day.